Well, hey everybody, it is old HRK here, and uh, it is time. Fuck, I'm already. It's been a while. I'm rusty. Hey everybody, it is old HRK here, everybody's favorite bartender, and it is time for another episode of the Perfect Drink. Uh, I know it's been a while. I apologize. I really feel like uh, I'm going to get back on track here with, with the weekly episodes. Uh, but man, my life has been a real roller coaster the last month or so. Um, and I had a super cool idea for this episode, but I'm going to save that for, and, it's, and there's a super cool drink that goes along with it, but I'm going to save that for next week. And I'm just going to use this week to tell you how the last month of my life has gone. Cause I think there's a lot of funny, a lot of funny stories in there. Um, so, uh, you know, let's, uh, let's, let's start with where we left, right? Drinking a truly today to stay lean and mean. We're going to start with where we left and where we left was the last episode was called two in the morning. I had the very talented Willard Wilcox on. And, uh, there was a point in the episode where I said, you know, me and Ashley broke up, but we break up a lot and I don't know, you know, we'll see how it goes, whatever. Um, <laughs> and uh, so since then, since then we had gotten back together. So that's nice. You know, gave it a, gave it a go and then broke up again. Uh, now, every time we break up, I have to find a place to live, which is usually my truck or someone's couch for two days till she gets over that point of her cycle and I get to go back to the house. But, um, but, uh, <laughs> so we got back together, we broke up, whatever, or we got back together and then we broke up again. Now, this time when we broke up, <laughs> a girl at work was going to Florida and she asked if I could house sit for her. <laughs> it was fucking excellent timing because I, you know. I didn't have anywhere to fucking live. And I had a, so, and like I had a place lined up, um, a place lined up, and we'll get into that later, but it wasn't ready till uh, the first. Maybe it was ready earlier, but if it was, she would reach out and tell me. But the point is, I had nowhere to go. And the girl's like, hey, you want to house sit for a week? And I was like, fuck yes, girl. I will house sit. So all I had to do was sleep in her bed and feed two fish, a cat, and a dog twice a day, and then walk the dog let the dog out to poo and pee, that kind of stuff. No problem. Old HRK can handle that. Um, you know, I'm no veterinarian, but uh, I love dogs and uh, don't give a fuck about fish, but they don't do anything. And cats don't really need people. So it worked, seemed like a nice fit. So I get to the girl's house and the fish tank is like green, which is fine. But she's like, she's like, yeah, the water's green. I don't know what's going on, but just blah, blah, blah. And I was like, all right, whatever. So she leaves me these instructions, you know, basically every morning I got to feed the animals, every night I got to feed the animals, and like I said, I got to let the dog out. Uh, <laughs> funny side note, they had one of those, one of those doorbell, one of those doorbell cameras. <laughs> so she would always know like when I was coming and going, you know, and uh, like one day I worked a double and I was gone for a long fucking time. And uh, she's like, she, the point is like, anytime I would like walk in, she would like randomly text me. Like she didn't watch me just walk in to be like, oh, hey, how's it going? Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, bitch, I know, you know, I'm here. I know. One time I was gone like all day and she's like, hey, how, how, are, how are things? Are, are the animals, you know? And I was like, yeah, I know, you know, I'm not home. I'm working a double today. I'm sorry. I'm going there at one in the morning, whatever. But um, so a little shit like that. It was just kind of funny getting random texts where she's like pretending like she wasn't watching me walk in and out the door, you know? But uh, whatever, stay there. Goes great. Week passes. Everything's fucking fine. Uh, the water in the fish tank was supposed to clear up, and it did not. So, like, after, like, the third day, she's like, well, put a, a, 
cap full of this liquid in, whatever, and I did that. Didn't fucking help. Uh, and then two days before I leave, I feed the fish, and I watch them swim up and eat the food, and I'm like, okay, awesome. And then the morning that I left, like I left in the morning, they were coming, you know, I left at, let's say I left at 6, they were coming home at 11. I don't fucking know. I feed all the animals, I get my shit, I get the fuck out of there. She gets home and she texts me. She texts me and says the fish are dead. <laughs> now, now listen, these were not like, like uh, they weren't like $600 koi fish or, you know, it was a couple goldfish. You probably want them at the fucking county fair or whatever. But the point is, those little fuckers died. So she's like, when did the fish die? And I was like, oh my God, they're dead? <laughs> no fucking clue so so i told her i'm like well i didn't check this morning i just fed them and left i didn't look at them uh but yesterday they were you know they were alive when i fed them they swam up and ate so they must have just died like overnight maybe or something and uh you know that's a fucking bummer also i didn't see the cat the entire time i was there you know the cat was in the she said it's probably in the basement so like she said go down in the basement i like did all the things that she told me to do i went down in the basement like shook the bag of cat treats i made the cat sound or whatever the fuck you know what i'm saying like here kitty kitty all that shit never saw the cat once the entire time i was there i was nervous that the fucking cat died it didn't thank god but uh but uh the point is like i'm not the fucking cat whisperer man you know what i mean and it, 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 and here's the thing like so she she like messaged like when she was messaging me about the fish she was like loling you know what i mean she's like yeah no big deal we had them for like seven years you know what i mean which i don't know if she meant that like it's okay they were bound to die or if she meant like They've been healthy for a long time. You fucked something up. I couldn't get a read on it. But she was like, LOL. And so I got the impression that it wasn't that big of a deal. But then I've heard through the grapevine that she's pretty fucking bummed out about it and pretty mad at me. So I don't fucking know. Whatever. Uh, but, you know, I'm not a fucking marine biologist. <laughs> I don't know how to... I, I know how to take a cap full of fish food and dump it in the fucking thing. And that's what I did. You know, and that's what you told me to do. So I apologize. I think the moral of the fucking story is if you're going out of town for a week and you got fucking four pets... Maybe put them somewhere, pay a little extra, and have them fucking taken care of by professionals. Because if you have some jagaloon who you barely fucking know and seems to be kind of a fucking degenerate, stay at your house, a fish might die. You know what I'm saying? That's all I'm saying. Uh, to be honest, she's lucky it was just the two fish. But, you know, whatever. I did everything she told me to do. I followed all the instructions. I was pretty proud of myself, to be honest. It's probably the most responsible I've been in, like, the last 25 years. Um, so, so that's that. So that got me through a week of homelessness. And then uh, right at the end of that week, Ashley and I made up one more time. And uh, the, the message was essentially like, let's, you, you know, your apartment's ready in a week. Why don't we spend a week giving it our best and see how it goes? And I was like, yeah, I will give it my best gladly. Uh, so I gave, I gave it my best. And I'm working one day and she calls me and she's like, you've got one chance to tell me the truth. And, and is like demanding to know if I've talked to this girl. Um, there's this girl that like reached that. I'm trying to make this as fucking fast and painless as possible. Way back in the day when we actually started dating, uh, there was this girl on Facebook that I would like flirt with sometimes. Now, if you remember before I started stand up and right when I started the podcast, I was like going hard on Facebook, like, like with funny posts, you know. Since then, I, I, when I have a real funny thought, I either save it for the podcast or for stand-up. So I've laid off Facebook a little bit. But the point is, like, I was really going for it, trying to get, like, attention. You know what I mean? Trying to let people know, hey, this guy's pretty fucking funny. And, uh, and I would flirt with this girl sometimes. Uh, so whatever. It became a point of contention. I, like, unfriended the girl or whatever. And then randomly, 
like a month ago or two months ago, I don't fucking know. The girl messaged me out of the blue and she just said, hey, I was listening to your podcast and I like almost spit my pop out or whatever the fuck because of some joke I made about suicide or something, I don't know. And it was no big deal. I was like, oh, thanks, glad to hear you're still listening to it. It was a real quick message. Uh, but I read it and like Ashley, you know, eagle-eyed, eagle-eyed it from across the room when I like had my messenger open. It was like, what the fuck's this bitch messaging for, you know? So I showed him like, I don't know, it's just a fucking random message, take it easy. So she goes fucking, you know, she gets real insecure about that. And then the point is, we do this thing where we agree to give it one more go. And then I'm at work, like one and a half days into like this, let's give it our best. You know what I mean? Like, and I had every intention on like, you know, doing all the things I was supposed to do. So I fucking, I'm at work and she calls me and she's like, you have one chance to tell me, like, don't, don't, you better not lie, blah, blah, blah. Uh, have you seen that girl or talked to her or something like that? And I said, well, she did come up to the bar for like this, this wine and pine thing. Um, you know, I said, oh, she brought a friend. We, we, we didn't talk much, whatever. I don't fucking know, but I, I just told her, like, yeah, she came up to the bar once, you know, she messaged me about it. I said, yeah, come on up. Uh, and then she like, basically, fuck you, you're a pig, hang up, get your shit and get the fuck out for the 27th time since I've known her. Um, so first of all, let me just say, if you break up with someone, you can't get mad at them for how they spend their fucking time after you break up with them. You know what I mean? That the, the fucking audacity in that fucking deal. But whatever. I mean, I get it. You know, jealousy. I, 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 I understand. I'm just saying I didn't fucking, you know, I don't know. I don't feel like I did anything wrong. But uh, whatever. That's neither here nor there. Point is, at this point now, it's, I'm working. It's a Friday. I'm working a double. So I've been at work since 1030. I won't be done till probably 330 in the morning. And she messes, she calls me at like five in the afternoon and then starts texting me after she hangs up on me that all my shit's outside. I better come fucking get it. Now, that's like a laptop. That's a roadcaster. Like that's, that's, you know, I don't have a lot of nice things, but the couple things that I do have, like, I really don't want them to get fucking ruined or stolen. You know what I mean? So, uh, I had a safe, you know, with some money in it and shit like that. Uh, so point is it's four o'clock in the fucking morning. I got to go to this fucking dingus's house and get all my shit off her porch so and i'm tired as fuck because i just worked 16 17 hours so i get there and there's like some bags outside i put them in my truck and i still have a couple items in the house which uh i suppose out of the kindness i'm using quotes because it's kind of fucking sarcasm of her heart she like didn't put my laptop outside didn't put my safe outside still got the key so i use the key to go in the house i get my shit and the house is real quiet and i'm super tired and it's 4 in the 30 in the morning and I just lay down on the couch and shut my eyes. <laughs> and I swear to God, it wasn't fucking 15 seconds later. And I was like in and out of the house three times. I was, you know, it was, I don't know. My point is like, I think she's got like a sixth sense that's deep rooted in hatred for me. And uh, she, I hear her like rustling around upstairs and she comes down and she goes, hey, what are you doing? And I was just like, oh, I didn't say anything. I just stood up, grabbed my shit, went out to my fucking truck. And uh, tried to, and then put, I had a pillow, so I like laid my, I tried to sleep in my truck, you know, because it's five in the morning, I'm fucking tired as fuck. I don't really have anywhere to go. I'm sure I've got some friends that could help me, but you know, they're sleeping. So fucking, uh, I'm laying there, and then I remembered there's a regular at the bar who I was telling the house sitting story to. And she was like, I'm going to New Orleans. If you want to stay at my place, you can feed my fucking hamster. <laughs> I don't think she was super worried about her hamster. I think she was just trying to be nice. And, uh, so I Facebook messaged her and I was like, hey, I'm going to come. Uh, can, can I come? Can I come do that thing? And she's like, yeah, yeah, sure. Send me the address. 
go over there, do you know, go go in, I get some fucking sleep. Now here's the fucking funny yet sad, depressing part of that story. While I am driving down Route 80 to this fucking house to fucking finally get some goddamn sleep with all my shit in the back of my truck, on the top of the pile is like this. This I had some stuff in the front seat of my truck. Well, then when I decided to lay down, I moved it to the back, <laughs> like to the to the bed, you know, the truck bed. One of which was like this three drawer plastic like Tupperware dresser, essentially, like you get it for forty bucks from Walmart. And it had essentially all my fucking clothes in it. Not all my clothes, but like all my underwear and socks, all my t-shirts, gym clothes, you know, that kind of stuff. And I just bought a bunch of it because I wanted, you know, I needed new stuff, whatever. I'm driving and I had like, I had some other personal stuff in there. I had like clippers and shit like that, whatever. I'm driving down the road. I hit a fucking bump. I hear this fucking noise. I look in my rearview mirror and I see this plastic fucking dresser thing spinning around on Route 80. <laughs> So I'm like, oh, fuck. Well, it's 5 in the morning. I feel like, okay, maybe I can fucking be real fast and just pull over, run out, grab it, and fucking, you know. So I go, so I, so I like pull over. I turn on my flashers. I get out of the truck. I take like four steps, and I see this fucking line of semis coming towards the thing. And by this time, like I'm, you know, probably 50 yards past it, you know. So I, it's like a long way to run. I don't want to throw it in reverse. So I'm like running towards the thing, and these semis are coming. And then it hits me that, like, there's no way I'm going to fucking make it to this thing before these semis. And then, much like the hopes and dreams that Ashley and I once had for our love, this fucking dresser gets obliterated by these fucking, by this line of, like, five semis. And all my shit is just scattered all over fucking Route 80. Like, if you were driving to work Monday morning on 80 fucking West... And some underwear flew up and got stuck in your windshield wiper. It was mine, and I apologize, and you're welcome. So, you know, that was <laughs> so that. Was that. Um, and then uh, I stayed there for a day, and then the next day, the landlord, who I'm waiting to move into the place, she called me, and she said, uh, the place is ready. So I was like, okay, fucking cool. It's a Saturday now. And uh, I got to get like utilities put in my name and shit. And I got to work Saturday and Sunday. So I'm like, well, I'll get through the next couple of days without staying there. And I'll, I'll fucking work it out Monday. Um, and then uh, and then since then, there have been some new developments. But before we get into that, let's do ripping shots. Now, as uh, fate would have it, my roadcaster just will not power on anymore. So I don't have the intro to the song. I don't have all the cool shit I used to have. I'm going to have to order a new roadcaster i think what i'm gonna do is order one put my broke one back in the box and return it and just get refunded and then keep the new one um you know just stick it to the fucking fuck you bezos you know what i mean you jag off and you're dick rocky you sold me a fucking broke roadcaster anyway so i don't give a shit um but yeah i just feel like uh i feel like that mentality has been adopted since i became a part-time employee of walmart um they don't pay me to work there, but every time I check out, I have to scan my own fucking groceries. So the point is, with that, I'm bitter about it. So I steal something every time I go to Walmart. Every time I go to Walmart, I steal something. I, I'll, I'll buy I'll buy three bottles of booze. They come over, they card me. I'll scan two bottles and just throw the third one in the fucking thing. Don't give a shit, man. Uh, and if they ever catch me, I'll just be like, well, I'm gonna be honest. I don't feel like I was properly trained on this equipment. So how can you fucking be mad at me for messing something up? I thought I scanned it. If it didn't scan, I don't fucking know. I feel like I can't, I feel like they can't get me on that. You know what I mean? I feel like that would hold up in a court of law. Maybe not. I don't fucking know. Especially if this podcast gets brought to light as evidence. <laughs> 
But um, point is, I'm applying that same mentality to the roadcaster. I'm just going to basically steal one uh, because fuck you. So uh, with that, let's uh, let's get into ripping shots. Today we are going to rip a shot of uh, Jack Daniel's honey because that was me and Ashley's favorite shot. And uh, you know, this is the Ashley episode. So uh, so cheers, Ashley. And then as for the cocktail that we usually make, I'm just drinking a Truly um, because, for one thing, I don't have my stuff, but I just wanted to get something out for people. And uh, also, you know, it's kind of a theme because uh, this 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 section of this segment of ripping shots is um, the, the, the the I I'm trying to be as truthful as possible. That's what I'm going to try to do here. Now, after the two in the morning episode, Ashley brought to my attention that her opinion of this podcast is basically I make her look like shit every week and make myself look great. I completely fucking disagree. I think since the fucking inception, if that's the right word, conception, I don't fucking know, whatever, the birth of the podcast, the concept of the show has been I'm kind of a fuck up and uh, I tell funny stories about what an idiot I am. Some of those stories involve exes and some of them have involved Ashley, but I feel like I try to be real fucking honest in the middle of the road and if anything, you know, give them the benefit of the doubt and, and take the blame. There's obviously a couple stories that I've told over the years where I totally slam a girl, like like trash a girl. But uh, there's stories about slamming girls too, but I'm talking about like making fun of a girl. But those bitches deserved it. As Ashley goes, I feel like I really have not done that. But she feels like I have. So my point is, I'm going to just kind of clear the air and let everyone know what a saint Ashley is and what a fuck up I am. And the way that I will do that is... Um, every now, every once a week or so, maybe, I don't know, Ashley will send me um, either like a meme or a video or a TikTok about narcissism and what narcissists do um, to, to remind me that I am a narcissist, like that I'm a total piece of shit. You know what I mean? Uh, huge, huge self-esteem booster for me. Appreciate that, Ash. Um, so one of the TikToks, so recently she sent me a TikTok and it was like, it was like things that narcissists do or dating a narcissist. And it was like 20 fucking like bullet points that popped up on the TikTok. Uh, so I'm going to go through the bullet points and I'm going to just tell you about times I did those sorts of things. So, so that we're very clear about me being the big dickhole, you know, and actually being 100% total victim of me and my dickholeness because I'm such a fucking scumbag. So here we go. First one, helpful, but then guilts you for it or makes you feel like you owe them. Um... So I replaced the ceiling in her, in her shop and, uh, and yeah, every time she bitched at something, bitched me about something, I would just like hold it overhead. Like, Hey, well, I fucking did the ceiling. You don't ever appreciate that. Do you? You fucking jerk. So, you know, I, I, yeah, there's that one overly sexual, but emotionally unavailable. Uh, I don't know about that one. I feel like, I feel like I'm a pretty emotional guy. Furthermore, I think that, uh, Overly sexual is a good thing. And fucking third of all, uh, if I was emotional, if I was more, no one wants to hear about a guy's emotions. Shut the fuck up. Emotionally unavailable. Well, you, you want, you, <laughs> like, could you imagine if every time a guy needed to talk about something, he just like, pour, like pouted essentially? Because that's what you're talking about. If I just pouted to you about all of my fucking problems in life and insecurities and doubts and worries, you know, you keep, men keep that shit locked down. So, I, you know, that's a fucking dumb one. Whatever the fuck ever. 
learns your personal hurts and failures, then shames you for them later. Um, yeah, I suppose, uh, you know, for having a knockdown drag out, there's times when I've gone for the jugular, uh, you know what I mean? Like to, to make her feel real shitty, of course. I don't know if that makes me a narcissist, but I, I think, uh, you know, I think when, <laughs> you know, I, if you think, for, for, let me just fucking say that every single one of these, every single fucking one, she has done to me also. And my point is, I think when you're mad at someone and you're fighting, you're trying to fucking find ways to hurt them. And these are the ways that you hurt them. You know what I mean? But yeah, I fucking did that. Sure. Uh, mood swings with uncontrollable rage. Uh, yeah, man, I would fucking like throw lamps at her all the time. One time she was sleeping, I dumped a truly in her ear. Um, so yeah, I was, you know, whatever. I was, I was, I was real mad. I was, I, I, you know, she, she was sleeping and I saw something on her Facebook that I didn't like. So I just dumped truly right in her fucking ear. So, you know, uh, there's that one. Overspends on material things for status or appearance. I, 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 every time I see this one, I'm just like, how can you fucking even accuse me of that? I'm, <laughs> the most expensive thing I own is my Roadcaster, uh, which is broken. I spent more than that than I did on my fucking truck. Um, you know, uh, which actually, actually helped pay for the truck with money that I, with, I helped her fix her ceiling, so she helped me pay for the truck. So I, I, the point is, the reason I said this is because I know that when I say the truck, she's like, I paid for that fucking truck. It's like, okay, well, all right, bitch. So, you know, I'm just going to, you know, it's a, it's a bear all show. But the point is, uh, overspends on material things. I don't have fucking material things. Fuck you. You know what I mean? I, <laughs> the most expensive thing I own is a fucking broke podcast machine. Um, it was 600 fucking dollars. So eat shit. Uh, complimentary and childish in public, but crude and condescending in private. Uh, yeah, for sure. Like when we're in public, I try to be cute, but I can tell you what, we've had some fucking serious arguments in public where I've been a fucking dick. So I don't, you know, whatever. And then, uh, doesn't everybody try to lock it up when there's people around and save that shit for behind closed doors? So, I mean, you know, whatever, I, you, whatever, uh, lacks empathy and will not offer comfort. There are certainly things that I am unempathetic about and do not want to comfort you for. Uh, usually when I think something is your own fucking fault or when I just, you know, I don't know. I, yeah, I, I'm not the most sympathetic. But sometimes I am. But uh, I've heard that from other girls that I've dated too. Like I just don't have any empathy. I think that there was one time, I forget what the fuck we were she was upset about she had a bad day i think uh, one of her one of her people like didn't like the hair and was like being a real cunt about it and ashley was real stressed about it and i and like my and i like tried to i tried to help her and i just gave her like a real cut and dry solution i'm like well listen you know who cares about this one dumb bitch if she's a pain in the ass as a client anyways tell her to fuck off when she could leave a bad yelp review big fucking deal dude you know and then i was like and also she'll probably be over it by tomorrow i just don't think it's that big of a deal I didn't see that as a lack of empathy. I thought I was, you know, trying to be logical and provide a real solution. You know what I mean? But she th was like, thanks, thanks for all your support, you fucking dick. Like, she was not impressed with my help in that one. So that's an example, I guess, of what she means. Uh, use money slash finances as a mechanism for control. I don't have any fucking money, so I don't see how I could do that. Maybe I use my lack of money as a mechanism for control. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, like, I don't like, like, well, that's real. You know what I mean? She fucking gets mad at me and I'm like, well, and she, and she, maybe she feels like she's got to fucking let me hang around when she doesn't want to. 
because uh, you know I don't have anywhere to go. But with that, uh, she did throw me out of her house 42 times in the last two months. So, you know, some people might argue that that's her using money slash finances as a mechanism for control. But what the fuck do I know, right? I'm not the one with a fucking TikTok degree in psychology. Fucking dumb bitches. Anyways, tells you everyone agrees with them. Uses people, used people stacking. Ooh, people stacking. That's a fancy fucking term. Um, there was one time when I told her that we had a set of friends that agreed that she has one friend that's a fucking whatever dingus low life piece of fucking dirt whatever um and there was just one time i was like i was like yeah well you know so and so said that like once uh once you started hanging out with that one dumb bitch again that we probably wouldn't last long which fyi we fucking haven't but whatever um that's not the root of our problems i shouldn't say that i, sh I shouldn't act like that's the reason we're not together it's not um but my point is uh everyone does that she's done the same thing she tells not she'll be like oh People, guys message me all the time and be like, why do you put up with this guy? He's such a dick. Like, you know what I mean? So fuck you and your people stacking, you people stacking fuck. Uh, I know this was supposed to be me taking accountability, but it's turning into me. <laughs> you know, whatever. <laughs> it is what it is. Uh, treat you like their last priority. Uh, that is a real one. Um, you know, I've needed her help. So like, just like, like one time I locked my keys in my car and like at fucking three in the morning, she had to fucking come pick me up. One time, uh, my car broke. One time before when I had my old car, fucking, uh, you know, there, I was maybe I was between cars. I don't fucking know, but it was between when I had my old car and I got my truck. Well, like she had to drive me to work a little bit, you know. So uh, the point is, the list of times she's helped me is way fucking longer than the list of times that I've helped her. Um, and when she asks me for help, I do kind of pout about it. Uh, you know, she's needed like some work done at her shop and stuff. And I'll like say I'll do it Tuesday, and then Tuesday comes, and I'm like I'll do it tomorrow, and then tomorrow comes, and I say I'll do it Saturday. So that's real. That's a that's a real one. You know, I don't fucking know, man. I'm just uh, whatever. I'm fucking sorry. That's that's I, I did that. Scoffs and laughs when you try to explain your abuse. Uh, yeah, I'm doing that right fucking now because all of these things, except for the one about um, the one about the last priority are all things that you've done to me. You know what I mean? So fuck you. I, that's how I feel about it. But I've done them all too, you know? I admit it. I, I'm a flawed fucking human and, I, you know, I was probably a lousy boyfriend. But, you know, you weren't a fucking, you know, a dream come true yourself. Uh, and I think that's the last one. So, um, you know, that's all cute stuff. You know, like I said, you got a TikTok degree and fucking... Uh, and psychology and you've used that to diagnose me with narcissism that's fucking cool but let me tell you you're fucking guilty of all those same things and i think everyone who's ever been in a relationship has done some of those things because when people get mad at someone they care about and they feel like that person hurt them they try to hurt the person back and that's just fucking human nature i don't think you know whatever uh and as far as the podcast goes, as an outlet for me to fucking trash you, man, I don't fucking know. I'll try to get some feedback from other people. I'll people stack. <laughs> let me let me fucking people stack and uh, ask around. But I feel like, man, I feel like I, I I feel like I try to let everybody know that I think you are a total fucking dime, um, you know. And like I said, you've done all those things to me a time or two before, but I don't fucking hold it against you, you know. I figure if you did it, you did it because you were fucking hurt because of something that I did. Um, and if I did it, I probably did it because I was hurt because of something you did. And that's just what fucking happens sometimes. I will tell you that the root cause of 90% of our problems uh, were alcohol 
as consumed <laughs> by yours truly. Um, man, since COVID, I just fucking I, I, the drinking just really got away from me. I was just I've been drunk for a fucking year and a half, man. You know, like legit, and uh, just I don't know, maybe a week or so, whatever. A, a little ways back. I just, like, decided that I needed to fucking give it a rest. Now, obviously, today I'm drinking a little bit. But I'm going to tell you what. Usually, I'm a fucking 12-pack in when I start this podcast. And today, the, I just, I'm, I, I did, I'm, I'm on a half a Truly. Um, and, I, you know, over the past few weeks, like, like, I do my work at a bar. Like, I write the podcast that I'll go to a bar and belly up and fucking get my laptop out. I write jokes at the bar. So, like, on the, and during the daytime when I'm not working, I go to the bar and I do my shit. Recently, I've been like drinking coffee at the bar and maybe I'll have like one beer after a few coffees and then I'll get the fuck out of there. Um, so like I'm getting it together. Uh, problem is it's, you know, it's too late for that to benefit Ashley, I suppose. She's kind of over it. Um, so I'm sorry, you know, um, I'm just sorry, kid. Sorry for all the hell I put you through. I'm embarrassed that I didn't do a better job as a boyfriend. Um, and I will fully acknowledge that you put more effort into the relationship than I did. Uh, and you're a dime. Beautiful fucking girl. Great mom. Savvy business lady. Super fucking funny. Uh, you're going to make someone real fucking happy someday. And I'm sorry that it wasn't me. But, uh, you know, you will always be the fucking Mariah Carey to my 90s mixtape. So, hashtag you will always be my baby. And uh, let's rip this second shot and get on with the show. Ah. <sighs> All right, so where we left off was the new apartment in Joliet is ready. Um, and then since then, a bar regular, not regular, uh, someone who comes into the bar, I, I, you know, I tell these people, I tell people, and, and she listens to the podcast. So she, whatever, like I'm just like telling her about my life and what, you know, where I'm at, like I'm, I'm waiting on this house and all this shit. And she's like, well, hey, I have two fucking houses. One of which is in Miller Beach, Indiana. So, um, now I know what you're thinking. HRK, isn't Miller Beach just a fancy way to say Gary? <laughs> and if you don't know the area, Gary, Indiana is like the Detroit of Indiana. But that said, Joliet is the Gary, Indiana of Illinois. So it's all fucking relative. Point is, she's got this fucking house. It's a beautiful fucking beach house. Uh, nice big place. Very like... Um, very zen and peaceful, you know? I go there and I just feel like I'm on fucking vacation. I feel very relaxed and mellow. And uh, she says she will fucking rent me this place for like half of what the Joliet place was because she just wants someone here, you know? Um, so with that, I am in a fucking Hoosier state of mind, man, you know? Like I'm fucking, uh, I'm, I'm on board. I'm on board for the fucking Gary, Indiana. So, uh, you know... I don't fucking know. Looks like I'm a... It's always been a dream of mine to not live in stupid fucking Illinois. I wish it was a little further than I could throw a baseball. But here we are. You know what I mean? Right on the other side of the border. It's a start. You know? Baby steps. And, uh, you know, looks like uh, looks like old HRK is, uh, is uh, you know, I, I, down the street from where Michael Jackson grew up. And... Uh, <laughs> And, uh, you know, whatever. Cheers to you. So um, that's, uh, that's where I'm at right now, you know. I got uh, going to have a new roadcaster by next week. Next week I've got a great fucking show planned. I've been planning it for a fucking month. You know what I mean? I've got a lot of, a lot of funny things to say. It's a great concept, and there's going to be a real fun drink. 
So tune in next week. This week, I apologize for the, you know, I'm using the fucking US. That's old school style. I, I'm using the USB mic. I don't have the sign behind me. I fucking, uh, I didn't mix a cocktail for you. But uh, I don't know. I think it was all right. I think we made do, and I think uh, we had some laughs. And um, I don't know. Maybe maybe Ashley will get some closure now that I said what a fucking asshole I am, and what a what a what a what a dime she is. So uh, you know, I don't know. See you, kid. Good luck to you. Uh, and I'll you know I miss you. As for uh, you know old HRK, look, nobody fucking falls in a pile of shit and comes out smelling roses like me. So. Um, you know, here's to Indiana and uh, fucking A. We'll see you next time on The Perfect Drink.